Hello, and welcome to the Hearth and Hedge podcast. My name is Amberly, and I'm so pleased to have you join me today. First, before we start, I just want to let you guys know that I'm recording in a different spot. Um, I usually record either in my bedroom to keep road noise down or at my desk, but my desk is currently covered in um, Patreon boxes to be shipped today. Uh, I don't I just don't kind of feel like being in my bedroom right now. So while I'm sure the sound quality is going to be fine, you may hear my dog shaking her toys behind me or my other dog being forest. So just forewarning, there it is. Today's episode is going to be a short, snacky-sized episode, but I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll enjoy it. I want to discuss a couple things, but first, uh, I'm always asking everyone else, but today... You get to hear what I am reading. So I just, I just received an amazing book to review from Simon Element Publishing called Rage Baking, a collection of recipes and conversations for our time by Kathy Gunst and Catherine Alford. Oh my gosh, y'all, this book is so great. It's absolute gold. Uh, If you could only pick one book that I discussed this entire year to grab, you need to get this one. It is chock full of opinion pieces, poetry, stunning photography, and of course, recipes for baked goods. Um, Let me just read you some of the chapter names. Sugar and Spice and Done Being Nice. That's that chapter for cookies, bars, and bites. Whisk, fold, knead, rise up. That's for breads. Bake down the patriarchy. That's cakes. Comfort with a helping of righteous rage, puddings and custards. Uh, And I love this one. No more humble pie. Obviously, that one is for pies, crumbles, and tarts. This book is wonderful. I can't even tell you how much I love it. Uh, The recipes in this book are fantastic. Um, I'm going to be making the pineapple upside down cake this evening. I have a pineapple that I need to cook or I need to use. And so, perfect. Uh, It's totally different than any other pineapple upside down cake recipe that I have used. Um, it's, It's got spices in it that I would never even think of. So I'm really excited to try it out. Uh, And I just want to take a few minutes to read a portion of the introduction to you because I think that gives, I think that will give you more uh, idea about how awesome this book is. Where were you on June 24th, 2022, when the Supreme Court reversed Roe versus Wade, declaring after nearly 50 years of settled law that the constitutional right to abortion no longer exists? Did you sit with the news alone or reach out to friends and family or take to the streets? Like the morning of September 11th, 2001, when planes crashed into the Twin Towers, June 24th will live on as a moment when our world changed for the worse. That was the day women and people who can get pregnant had their reproductive rights stolen by a radical minority. Uh, It goes on for a couple paragraphs, um, talking back and forth between the two authors, but I feel like that would be awkward to read, so I'm going to skip that part. It goes on to say, even though we saw this coming, it felt like a deep shock. 
It was the realization that this country is moving backward. Are we now a nation that takes away rights rather than strengthening them? The reversal of Roe versus Wade sent a loud and clear message. American women and those who can become pregnant, like women throughout much of the world, are second-class citizens without body autonomy. In many states, and the count is growing, we no longer have the right to decide when we will or won't bring a child into this world. We have lost the right to make decisions about our bodies, and the government will decide for us. Many in power have made it clear that they don't give a damn if your pregnancy results from an act of love, act of love rape, incest, or if it threatens the mother's life. Will there be prenatal support, childcare assistance? Will mothers be offered help of any kind? Nope, sorry, just crank out those babies. We wrote rage baking as a call to action. We had hoped that history would write itself after the 2020 election. Have we continued to bake with rage? Uh, let's just say that the baking sourdough, bread, croissants, English muffins, and bagels was a lifeline throughout the first year of COVID and lockdown. And watching the shift in the Supreme Court, the, not, the denial of the 2020 election, and the continued threats to our democracy resulted in butter and sugar being vigorously whipped. The murder of George Floyd continued and systemic acts of violence against black and brown Americans, the January 6th insurrection, the don't say gay law in Florida, book banning, and the fight to deny basic rights to trans and queer people, as well as immigrants has caused shock and continues to feed our rage. People are angry. According to recent polls, close to two thirds of Americans believe abortion should be legal. Why aren't our voices reflected in the decisions coming out of the Supreme Court? Why aren't our representatives in Congress rushing to restore rights that the court has taken away? Why aren't the majority voices who believe in reproductive freedom being heeded? It is time once again to protest, to get involved with organizations you believe, you believe in, and to work to help elect politicians who, try, who truly reflect our voices. Voting is essential. And so is working together and building community. And baking is part of that. And so is activism. Nothing you do is too small. Make a phone call. Send an email. Write an op-ed. Attend a march. Contribute to a bake sale. Use your rage for good. That was written by Kathy Gunst and Catherine Alford. That is the introduction to the book. Uh, this book is fantastic. It also contains a list that can help connect to organizations that offer support, activism, and community. It has amazing recipes. I have chills. I almost cried reading that to you. Uh, please, please, please go get a copy of this book. I will um, put it in the show notes, and it will be on my resources page as usual. Um, just fantastic, fantastic book. And I apologize, my dog is playing behind me because she just thinks that now is the time to do that. Now that I have read you that, I hope you will have your interest piqued. I'm going to be buying a copy for my sister and my mother and probably for every uterus bearing birthday for the next year until all of my friends have a copy. Uh, it's, it's been a while since I've been this passionate about a book, but God, this book 
I love baking. I love writing. I love good photography. I love being angry. So this book really checks all the boxes for me. <laughs> all right, moving on. We're done. We're done talking about that book. Uh, let's talk about our bodies, body dysmorphia, body shaming, and loving ourselves for who we are, not who, how we think we look. So I was scrolling on Instagram and came across uh, this Instagram account for Tori Black. That's Tori with two I's, T-O-R-R-I. I'm sorry, T-O-R-I-I. If you haven't seen her, you've really got to check her out. She's such an amazing fashion influencer. And she also happens to be plus size and have an apron belly. Uh, Her confidence is just absolutely addictive. And after watching her do her thing for a while, I've watched like probably half of her her reels. Uh, I actually left the house in a crop top, which is insane. The crop top had, I mean, I was wearing like a cover over it, you know, like a shawl sort of thing, but it was still a crop top. So I did it. (laughs) And that's because she just made me feel really confident. Like, thank you, Tori Black. And everybody should go follow her because she's awesome. That being said, so this crop top, it makes me laugh because I'm constantly reminded of the difference in how we view the world today and how we did in the 90s when I was a teen. Um, A crop top then, though probably normal for a lot of people, (laughs) even when I was a tiny human, a little slip of a girl who weighed 90 pounds soaking wet, I was a dancer, I was extremely fit. Uh, When I wore one, it felt like a little scandalous, you know? Uh, Maybe it was my association with the Mormon church, maybe it was the times, maybe it was where I lived, I don't know. Uh, But when I wore a crop top, I, I did, I felt just a little bit scandalous. I didn't really wear clothing that was super revealing. Um, even sometimes when I wore a bikini, I would wear a t-shirt over it because I just was young and dumb because I thought I was fat at 90 pounds, uh, which is hilarious. But um, I don't wish I was 90 pounds now, but I sure wish I was a lot closer. I didn't really wear clothing at that time when I when I was able to and to feel confident in it. I didn't feel confident in it and I didn't wear stuff that was too revealing. So walking out of the house now at 40 years old and definitely not 90 pounds. Um, so I find it disturbing how much time people spend hating on themselves. And by people, I'm including myself. So don't think I'm judging anyone differently than I am judging myself on this. Um, I've spoken on this topic before, but I feel like it's worth mentioning again. And I probably will bring it up in, again in future episodes. Learning to love ourselves for who we are and not how we look, and not letting how we look define us is a constant struggle that I believe we should all be taking on. I read somewhere once something that has stuck with me for years. You have fingernails, but you are not fingernail. So why, if you have fat, do you say you are fat? That statement was both shocking and profound. Um, I certainly have that, uh, but I am a mother, a friend, a wife, a witch, a lover of nature, a teacher, and so many other things. Those are the things that define me. And I think if I were to die tomorrow, I hope if I were to die tomorrow, that those would be the things that I would be remembered by. So for today's spell, we are going to do a bit more of an informal ritual. Uh, what you're going to need is a candle, any candle, 
a candle that makes you happy, a candle that is a color that makes you happy, a candle that has a smell that makes you happy. I don't care what candle it is. Just pick a candle and also pick some incense, any incense, same situation. I don't care what it is. Whatever makes you feel happy, whatever feels right in the moment, pick that incense, light that incense and light that candle and tell them that they are going to help you feel good about yourself today. That's what their intention is. You're, you're about to feel, be- feel better about yourself, feel great about yourself, hopefully. So now go into your closet and find the thing that you have been dying to wear, that you just don't feel completely confident in uh, your ability to pull off. And I know you have something. I think we all do. Uh, maybe it's a bikini. Maybe it's a low cut top or a dress with a slit that's just a bit too high. Um, for those of you endowed with an Audi, and I'm not talking about a belly button, uh, maybe it's a great pair of tiny bathing shorts or a shirt that's a color you aren't completely confident in. Or maybe it's that dress you adore but don't want to be judged wearing. Take that thing and put it on. You don't have to leave the house. Though if you're willing to do that, then more power to you. And uh, that is awesome. But just wear that thing for the day or even just a couple of hours. Maybe wear it to cook dinner. Dance in your kitchen. Just wear it and feel it and rock it. I know that you can do this. Put on your favorite music that makes you feel powerful and sing it at the top of your lungs. Really sing it. Open that throat chakra. Dance. Dance like nobody's watching. Dance ecstatically. And open your sacral chakra and your solar plexus. Think about how awesome you look and all the things that you love about yourself that define you as a person and not as a body. And open up your heart chakra. I want you to think of a mantra that you want to take with you from this experience and hold on to for the next few days. You are beautiful. You are worthy of love. Your worth isn't in your body. It is in the things you do. You are enough. You are never too much. Whatever you feel you need to take away from this exercise the most, hold on to that mantra. Now I want you to yell it. Yell the mantra into the universe and end with a resounding, so mote it be. Uh, I'm not entirely sure why, but today's episode has really hit me hard. I've had some big emotions while recording this, just so you know. Um, Okay, so that brings us to today's card pull. I don't speak Latin, so I'm probably going to say this wrong. But I pulled from um, Alana Fairchild's White Light Oracle, and today's card is Oboadire. Do not turn away from your path, nor from what you know in your heart to be true. No matter what appears to be, nor what logic may dictate, trust what your heart is telling you. You are safe and protected by spirit. You are spiritually empowered with all you need to manifest your authentic soul path. You have what it takes to connect with the light and live that connection in practical ways, which contribute positive energy to our human collective. Oboadire is the Latin basis for the word obedience. Far from conforming to authority, the original meaning was to listen, to hear, and not to turn away. The oracle of Oboadire is about becoming a sacred rebel, giving up faith in the ways of the world and embracing the ways of the spirit unconditionally. 
That means refusing to torture yourself with horror stories that society and your own mind conjure up from time to time. This guidance is encouraging you to connect through your heart with the spiritual light, wisdom, and guidance within. The Oracle asks you to believe in the power of spirit to show you the way through all troubles. There is a message from our loving universe for you, and you will feel it in your own heart. Uh, There's much more to this card. I'm going to skip through a lot of it, but I want to hit on the healing process because I feel like that's a lot of what this episode is about is just healing. So um, you're going to place a hand on your heart and connect consciously to your breath as it flows in and out. Feel that you are grounded, present, and ready to speak from your heart. When you are ready, say in the following, say the following invocation and healing prayer aloud. I call upon the white light of spiritual grace, divine love, and soul healing. Please help me tune in to clear guidance in all areas of concern in my life. I choose to trust in the unfolding of a higher loving plan in my life, the divine timing of that plan, and my own capacity to respond and act with wisdom. I recognize that I am blessed, empowered, and protected as I fulfill my side of my divine soul contract with the universe. I have the courage to continue. I have the wisdom to embrace the inner light of my heart, helping healing and guiding me with grace. I have every right to be confident in myself and trusting of spirit. Now place your hands in prayer and let your mind and heart relax. You may wish to close your eyes and intend that a loving light of spirit is around you and within you. Especially notice the top of your head relaxing in the presence of spirit. Grounds yourself again in the present moment with a deep breath in and out. You have completed your healing process. I think that should probably say you have started your healing process or continued your healing process, but that's okay. Anyway, um, Alana Fairchild, White Light Oracle. This oracle is absolutely stunning. It's all tones of white and cream and brown, and it's just absolutely gorgeous. I highly recommend it. I picked it up in Malvern, Pennsylvania when I was visiting um, a shop there with my beautiful friend. And um, I think everyone needs it. Thank you so much for joining me today and dealing with the dogs and um, my emotions. (laughs) I hope you all have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at The Hearth and Hedge, on my website, thehearthandhedge.com, or you can email me at thehearthandhedge at gmail.com. I also have a Patreon with some exciting new tiers that you can find at patreon.com slash thehearthandhedge. If you like what you hear, consider leaving a review wherever you find your podcasts. Woof. was both terrifying and liberating can you guys fuck off get me out of the room or go lay down why do you guys do this i'm busy this is gonna be fun to edit